Hi, you're listening to Mac, Matt, and Jen, Transmissions from the Dark Side, and I'll be listening soon. This is Tom Savini, signing off. <laughs>
high school, a few old notebooks from college, and a book about human sacrifice with notes on his schedule and blood type. Now he had a decision. Ask her about it when she got home or run for his life. Ooh. Mm. Hello. Okay. I'll go. Okay. Mine's just a little BB one. Uh, I wrote, sounds like someone gets their heart broken by a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Friends of the show will know that that is a classic dark side guess. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Love Hurts. Everyone underestimates the songwriting talent talent that is Nazareth. (laughs) But when the North Star leads the band to a traveling brothel, a failed relationship with a succubus and a deal with the devil really shows them the meaning of love hurts. <laughs> oh, man. I want to watch that one. Yeah. I also want to watch the, the, the Wolfman one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> none of our guesses were even close to being correct. So, Matt, please hit us up with the sweet deeds. Sweet deeds. Uh, this was season two, episode five. It aired uh, on the 29th of October, 1989. For cultural context, on that episode of Saturday Night Live, it was James Woods and Don Henley. And it featured on uh, on Weekend Update, Dana Carvey as Dennis Miller. I remember that one. Yeah. He kept saying like, okay, babe. Got him. The description of this episode is a woman uses voodoo to get her lover to leave his wife, which is accurate. Yeah. Um, It's not wrong. Yeah, it's not wrong. Doesn't give too much away like other descriptions have done before. This is one sentence. Uh, The episode was written by our good old friend, Edith Svensson. Now, Amy, you don't know, but Edith Svensson has a um, pedigree, I guess, or a type of episode that she writes that gives you the sex with your scares. Yeah, uh, we actually have an award uh, during the transmissionies for the Edith Svensson um, Excellence Excellence in in Sex Excellence. Because every, every, like, this episode, this is for Jen so hard. This episode is no exception. exception. This is a sexy app. It was sexcellent. I had to watch it with a pillow over my lap the whole time. <laughs> I'm glad we watched it as a group so mm-hmm. that we could all feel 14 again. <laughs> we should have been sitting a little closer together on the couch. You oh, know? God. So we all got weirdly warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have been great. Hey, hey, guys. <laughs> Catherine, get down here! <laughs> mm. uh, so the episode was directed by Manny Koto. Um, he actually has gone on to do some some big stuff. He's mainly known for Twenty Four. He was, uh, I think, he was. If he wasn't the showrunner, showrunner, he was at least um, heavily involved in like every episode. Oh my god! Uh, he also. Um, was involved in, I think, the last couple seasons of American Horror Story. Ah. Uh, Dexter. And Matt might know him from a little movie called Dr. Giggles. Oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was just for myself, I guess. <laughs> really weird. I uh, seen it. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's kind of, it's a weird 90s slasher film. Yeah, okay. where like every single kill... And every just a pun about everything medicine? was just a pun. Everything. I'm into it. Yeah, it's a pun, <laughs> and he kills them, and then he giggles, 
And his giggles are like, <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. He sounds terrible. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Doctor Giggles will be a sponsor skip in this or, episode. Who knows? Skip it or ticket. <laughs> he, he can't be a sponsor. He's already sponsored this show. Shut up. <laughs> uh, so, so, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to be short with you. Mm. I just when you when you Gems. tell me that I when you tell me that I can't play Doctor Giggles, I got a little I got a little hot under the collar. I'm sorry. All right. I apologize to you. Let's keep rolling, baby. Right. <laughs> Starring as Jewel was Olivia Brown, uh, who coincidentally was from Livonia. Look at that. Uh, she was known for such things as 48 Hours, Family Matters, Miami Vice, and Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, my. As Vance was Henry Brown, um, He his career went back uh, to the early 70s. Uh, he was in such movies as Three the Hard Way, Lethal Weapon. Uh, he was also on an episode of Tales from the Crypt. And starred in one of my favorite movie titles of all time, Excessive Force 2, Force on Force. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping they would be a sponsor for tonight's episode, but all their commercials were too long. Um, As Angie was Valentin Quinn, uh, she didn't have a whole lot of credits. She was in a movie called Years of the Beast, Nuts, and in a TV movie of The Old Man and the Sea. And uh, coincidentally, it was Anthony Quinn's daughter. The the Barbara Streisand movie, Nuts? Um, possibly. I don't wow. Know. With, uh, you would know this actor who was in Lorenzo's Oil. Nick Nolte? Yep. Okay. You did it. <laughs> I did it. I did it with the... I used you, Lorenzo's you used Oil. Me. You used me to get it. Yep. Um, also, as uh, Mr. Brownell, who I think was the dad? Yes. Um... Was Fred Pinkard. Uh, he was on things such as The Mod Squad, Different Strokes, What's Happening, uh, Larry Sanders and NYPD Blue. He seemed like a character actor who has seen it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then as Cora, the long-suffering wife, uh, was Ren Woods. She was in The Car Wash, The Jerk, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Martial Law, and Return to Green Acres, which okay. I kind of want to see. I don't know why they returned. <laughs> but it was for a reason, it I guess. It was for a reason. Mr. Amy. <laughs> um, so, Amy, you you saw this episode of Monsters with us, and you may have seen the intro. intro. We told you you didn't have to pay attention, but we lied. I paid attention. So, you, you will be, we will all be playing a character in this. Matt and I will take the longer characters, and you will be playing the father in the chair. His lines are, Ugh. and... Oh, so we're going to play the theme. We will point at you. We will need you to say one of those. And then when we point at you the second time, we need you to say the other. Okay. We're going to, we're going to do a test run. No. Uh, (laughs) Oh. All right. You got it. Yes. All right. You nailed it. Here we go. Wait, which one am I doing? I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's family hour. There must be something on. Candied critters. My favorite. Oh. Ooh! Monsters! Our favorite show! Let's watch it. It's starting. The door from the monsters opens wide up to the sexiest DMV in the world. Yeah. This this was uncomfortable from the start. Um, 
so a woman is filling out forms. It was it was hard to tell how they knew each other at first, and then apparently they don't. He just does this with everyone who comes to fill out forms, which let's, might uh, explain why it takes so long to get things done at the at the DMV. I guess. Let's see if we can give you a little recreation of this. So, girl, he calls her girl, right? I think he calls her girl. I believe so. Why don't you fill out this form? So, uh, you live alone? Hey, that's not on the form. Just tell me, girl. My pants are sticky. (laughs) Hey, when you get this here driver's license, you can fill out the back end. Give your organs to science. You're going to donate your organs and your parts? <laughs> Girl, they never need it. I don't need them anymore anyway. Hush your mouth. <laughs> there is a level of aggression that he had, like sexual dominance mm-hmm. that I feel in this exchange where he is letting her know he's in control. He's also in the loneliest DMV on earth. earth. Nobody else is in this DMV. It is just them. And he is macking on her so hard, which makes me ask. It's uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. which makes me go. Have you ever seen this in real life? You ever seen a guy just like really go overboard trying to. Smooth talk a chick. I mm-hmm. thought you meant specifically at the DMV, and I was like, oh no, I haven't experienced that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just need my uh, license plate renewed. Girl, <laughs> can you fill out this form? <laughs> Girl, do you live alone? <laughs> can I watch you grip a pen? <laughs> oh, that's good. Too high. Now go lower. No. Now go back up again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the gross. Gross. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do that. Don't be that. How do you still have this job? It's a government job. Well, not only so our main man's name is Vance. Vance. Vance is spitting more game than Monopoly. He is going for it. And you know what? It's fucking working. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see his mustache? I did. I, it was kind of hard to miss. I feel like it was I feel like it helped him, you know? He was just like, yeah. Check out my stash. You know? And this girl... Power move. This girl... Power stash. Uh, what is her name? Jewel, I think. I was calling her Voodoo slash Kelly Kapowski, so... <laughs> Voodoo Kapowski <laughs> is into it because I guess she's never been hit on before, even though she's hot. She's a good-looking woman. She yeah. is a beautiful woman. There is no way that this Al Bundy in a DMV... <laughs> it, is converting. But you know what? I say that. I say that when we've all seen the huh guy with the woo lady. Yeah. And it's mainly because those guys are all about shots on goal. <laughs> They're like, I don't give a shit. I don't know. Hey, nice to meet you. You want to fuck? Exactly. <laughs> it works. Actually, it's weird. Eventually. <laughs> it's, a no, it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. Eventually, somebody doesn't like their dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
going to turn into a pickup artist podcast. <laughs> All right. First no. things first, peacocking. That dress would look better if it was not someone else. <laughs> oh, nice nag. Let's go pick up on the girl. Oh, you know, that's a nice dress. It sure would look nice. <laughs> on someone, someone else. else. Oh, wow, what a nag. So what would what would your pickup artist name be? Cash. Ooh, that's oh, a good God. one. It just came to me, so it feels like that. That is your spirit animal. Is that yeah. your spirit? Oh, wow. My spirit. Your douche. spirit pua. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, <laughs> ladies. Mine, mine would be solo. <laughs> I'm always alone. <laughs> well, that's not a good thing. <laughs> I got room for you in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the strip club to convert. <laughs> Why? Uh-huh. <laughs> if you throw enough money, they're sorry. <laughs> uh, I like to watch them pick it up. <laughs> so Vance has obviously went to the mystery method school of sweet talkology. And then all of a sudden, through the door, comes the other guy who works there. Well, and uh, and a woman... Who uh, is it? Both at the same time? Yeah, Be- because I thought he was there. The the f- you find out it's it's father in law who works at the DMV with him. He comes in and he says something about the reports, and Vance gives um, <laughs> Voodoo Voodoo Kapowski this A look. Shove. <laughs> well, he no, he gives her this look that's like this fucking guy. Oh, I, this is yeah, the yeah, very you, beginning. Well, the the no, the um the dad was already there. I thought he was just like in the back office or whatever. He was in the back office. He comes out and he goes, Vance, make sure that you get the the, the report TPS out tonight. Reports. Yeah, yeah. And then Vance gives Kapowski that look like this fucking guy. <sighs> and then and then his wife walks in, and he's like, shit, jigs up, can't mac on this hoe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Bye. And uh, she's like, "Little woman, is that your little woman?" He's like, "Don't, don't pay no attention to that girl. <laughs> she's just a distraction from." Yeah, but as soon as his wife's glance turns over there, excuse me, ma'am, you need to step back onto the line. Okay, look forward, click. Yeah, he didn't even give her time to smile for her photo. Didn't no, he? she didn't need to smile. She was sexy. Yeah, that's true. She sexy smoldered. Enough. She smiled. Right. She smiled. <laughs> she was smizing the whole time. Yeah. She was like, I just moved here seven days ago from parts unknown. Exactly. You don't. Whole... Yeah, I would actually really like to know where she moved from because I could not place that accent for shit. <laughs> well, this is an episode <laughs> uh, that in the next scene, I will tell you even more because mm. I don't want to blow these accents yet, but they are terrible. Um, the little woman and then Vance is just like, mm, can't do anything about her, though. Sure wish I could. And Kapowski, Voodoo Kapowski is like, oh, shit, son, you're luck. <laughs> I'm a voodoo lady. Guess what? Guess who knows some spells? <laughs> Let me grab some crystals and some Let me raven's teeth. Feathers and some <laughs> <laughs> fucking feathers and a mortar and a pestle. Exactly. I'm about to go town. Mm-hmm. Go town? Sure. Go town, yeah. I'm about to go town. I'm about to go town. But I know it's about to go down. Act brave. 
an act break. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. It begins on the job with a cop in trouble. Now the evil is coming home. Nothing can stop them. No one can help you. The believers, they know who you are. Rated R. Now playing in theaters everywhere. Check your local paper for a theater near you. Now also playing in the place where they play movies. Movies are good. Maybe you've seen a movie once or twice in your life. Pick up a newspaper, check the times. What time is it? Movie time. Here I am, boys. Oh, man. If you don't want to see the, the watchers, then maybe you'll enjoy Clue. Clue, a movie about a board game. What's this world coming to? Next thing is next. Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. If you're a nerd, get some pussy. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Other movies. What do we got? Mm-hmm. Pritzy's Honor. It's an honor to be Pritzy. <laughs> Pretzels. Pretz, pretzel. <laughs> anyway, watch a movie. Enjoy it. It's scary. Who cares? Whatever. I'm alone. You're listening to movie, <laughs> movie Phone 89. I'm just a man with a tape recorder and no friends. Hey, how did you get in here? Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> See you, movie. <laughs> so, Pritzy's Honor, huh? It's a movie that came into my mind like a bolt of lightning. <laughs> I like how you said it's an honor to be Pritzy. It's scary. <laughs> the mob is scary. Okay, let's just never talk to a mob guy. Didn't that have William Hickey? It sure did. He was Mr. Pritzy himself. It was an honor to meet him. <laughs> but the honor was all yours, Mr. Pritz. Ah, <laughs> uh, what was that movie? Uh, it was The Believers. It was about voodoo, but you couldn't tell. All you could tell was that guy kept yelling his son's name. Uh, <laughs> that guy was Martin Sheen, by the way. If you want to see a movie where Martin Sheen yells a kid's name a whole bunch, let me tell you, The Believers is one to watch. And once again, you could read a newspaper to get these movies dimes, but why? <laughs> did, did you ever call a movie, not movie phone yeah. itself, did you ever call like that? Yeah. Well, maybe movie phone. Maybe movie phone or like. Uh, what was I remember calling the, the movie. I remember calling the movie theater, yeah. and, then and it would, would yeah. be this it like, was like a recording. Yeah, today uh, for the week of January third, here are the movie times. Yeah, yeah, I remember calling that, and then I, I feel like mask. Two thirty, five thirty, seven thirty, and ten. Back to the Future Two. Starry, Michael J. Fox, and Christopher Lloyd, and Elizabeth Shue. One o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, five o'clock, seven o'clock, nine o'clock. No passes to the nine o'clock. Accepted. <laughs> Do you guys remember calling the uh, the time at the beat? The, 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 the tone of the time will be two forty-seven. 
At the is what is it? At okay. the tone, the time will be eight forty-two. At the tone, the time will be. Yeah. It was so weird. Yeah. But yes, I would call that. What, and what was that phone number? Zero. I I didn't even know what the. I, I never called that number. Five 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 one two one two. Was it? Was I thought, it, that, I thought was, that was information. Inf- was information? Maybe. Well, send in number, please. I just, I, I only talked. <laughs> To people at switchboards. <laughs> yeah. From, was, from, from movies. Exactly. From. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're at what's two. A, I can't. What's a dame like you working a switchboard like this in 1989? <laughs> well, you see, I just found my way in and I can't find my way back out. <laughs> and my pedestals are aching. <laughs> Who can I connect you with, darling? <laughs> All right. Let's get back to it. And we're back. Guys, so, was was she casting a spell with these feathers or was she dusting? Because it really just looked like she was dusting. Here's the deal. Here's what we find out about Kelly Kapowski. Kapowski. Yeah. The voodoo Kapowski. She is not good at this. No. Because in the middle of her incantation... Bitch, which, by the way, she's basically wearing a unitard through. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt, the episode had to be sexy, and goddammit, every scene was going to be sexy. Mm-hmm. Let me just say uh, that Voodoo Kapowski had a f- very flattering figure. She yeah, she was a nice-looking woman. was a beautiful woman, and she showed it off very well. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's rare. It wasn't like overt... I mean, at this point, yeah. um, there is a section later that we will talk about, but it was like just enough that it was it, titillating. It wasn't overt like some of the episodes where like there's a beach and you're like, oh shit, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, so she is doing... She had a nice like a one piece and then like a floaty kimono kind of over Right, it, exactly. Yeah. She's kind of like, she's classy. Yeah, like you can see, but like you also can't. Correct. Anyway. And that, and and it is in the spaces in between where the sexiness lies. Exactly. Um, there is a moment where I'm wondering what's going to happen, and then the, um, you know, there's that that famous play uh, uh, "Cat on a Hot Tin Roof" uh, by Tennessee Williams. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've we've often I've, I thought this as soon as she walked in. We've uh, often referred to uh, the off off Broadway play by Tennessee Billiams as uh, Cat on a Hot Tin Oof, <laughs> because her friend walks in and it is a cavalcade of shitty Creole accents. Yeah, uh, she is a bull in a china shop when she walks in. <laughs> we do head who Andrew's here. I can't do Creole it was, either. <laughs> it was like it was like, hey, New York actor, do Creole. Oh, he do who do? Yeah, guarantee. It's all Cajun shit. Down on the bayou. It is unintelligible. Yeah, like Matt turned to us while we were watching, and he just says, "Can you guys understand?" And we were like, "No, no we, thank God, no." Yeah, okay. <laughs> and it was just like so nice to be amongst my people, yeah. <laughs> not understanding a word. But we do get the shape of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Voodoo Kapowski wants to put a spell on the people that are keeping her away from Vance, mm-hmm. and I guess there is a red acne. 
Oh, I thought she said Red Agno. I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? Well, I wrote Red Ag Me. (laughs) And I did not catch that. So, (laughs) (laughs) Who's to say? (laughs) So the only reason I say Red Acne is because the next next scene, scene, we see Vance's actual wife, Mm -hmm. and she is covered with pockmarks and sores. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Vance has a line that I woefully misunderstood. I didn't even hear it because I was too busy trying to figure out what Red Agno was. <laughs> so did you write down what you thought he said? Yeah, I did. Okay, what did you think he said? He said, uh, wait, did he say it? or He, he yeah, said, yeah, yeah. your face looks like a turkey neck. <laughs> and I heard, this is what I heard. Your face looks like a cricket's nest. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them mortified. Yeah, I wouldn't want to look like either one. And yeah. things that you really don't want to say to your partner. No. Like, can you imagine just waking up and your husband's like, uh, Good morning. Hey, your face looks like a turkey's, turkey's neck. neck. <laughs> <laughs> Real dangly. Dangly, you <laughs> jaundiced. <laughs> Loose? Let me just say that if I were to say that to my wife, Mm -hmm. it would not go well for me. No, No. I can't imagine that it would. Though, Mm -hmm. to be fair, this guy doesn't seem like the best husband. No. Just, Just saying. Right. No, he... I mentioned, I think, Al Bundy a little bit earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. He does strike me as that archetype. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Al Bundy wasn't interested in sex. His wife always wanted to have sex, and he was always like, no, pig. He wasn't interested in sex with her. No, he, he even had that group, no, ma'am, that was like, no sex. You but don't remember Why that? would he read Biggins if he wasn't oh. interested <laughs> Matt, how dare you? I that's I mean, well, and he followed he the, followed the, the, what the Julie fa- Brown around and he kept throwing things down and she was like, "Ma'am, you dropped that." Oh, thank you, sir. The defense rests. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your face looks like a cricket's nest. Your face looks like a cricket's nest. I saw your jowls chirping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was happening there, but her his father-in-law is still there to remind him about these GD daily reports. Yeah. Well, wait. Remember that when he says that, she just says, Vance, it hurts. It hurts me. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Just get a fucking thing of aloe vera and just... Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> just drown yourself in it. Just, just, hey, take an aloe vera plant. Cut one of those leaves open and shove it down your throat. <laughs> I'm done with you in your pregnancy. Yeah, almost what looked I would say to be a pretty full term <laughs> pregnancy. Very full, like any moment, any minute, any moment she could have this baby. And Vance is one million percent trim centric. He's like, where can I get some pussy immediately? <laughs> right. That's not yours. Exactly. Um, and she, the father-in-law's like, you got to go into the office. I've got yeah, he's cricket got- face. Too. <laughs> and his arms too, his arms. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were a mess. And glistening. I feel like there was a 
there was there was a, there was a there was yeah there was a there was shimmer to it yeah, yeah you could definitely see the glue that they applied the lesions <laughs> with um maybe a little ky jelly on top of exactly it, yeah. well you know just to make it look it's disgusting <laughs> so now all of a sudden my man vance is alone in the dmv you know that common trope exactly <laughs> you know how often that happens he's there alone just mm-hmm. a man it's a man in a dial tone, apparently. Mm-hmm. He keeps picking the phone up and <laughs> listening to a dial tone, which I think is one of the first times we've heard a dial tone on Monsters. I mean, I can remember my zombie lover when she calls the 800 number, mm-hmm. but aside from that, I can't really remember. He picks up the phone and is like, movies. Let's just... <laughs> no, I dialed the wrong number again. Oh, yeah, number... Wait, is that what the dial tone is in this town? <laughs> the movie phone. <laughs> But they must love movies in this town. This weird New York movie phone. <laughs> uh, uh, Whatever. Yeah. It's Pritzy's honor. Whatever. If you want to see it, come down to the theater. Otherwise, go fuck yourself. <laughs> also, Bambi, it's back. <laughs> the mother dies. It's cool. <laughs> Warning spoilers. <laughs> um, in walks Voodoo Kapowski. And she's dressed like a motherfucking fly girl. <laughs> yeah, for real. She walks in, and I just the the first thought in my head was like, "Oh, thirteen year old Matt would have paused the fuck out of this." <laughs> yeah, this was uh, this was a uh, oh my lord, is it yeah. warm in here? <laughs> and then it was like, wait, she's barefoot? Yeah. It would have been uncomfortable to watch with my parents. Yes, this would have been a million percent uncomfortable. Was she not wearing shoes? At one point, she, right before she gives them the seeing test, the eye test. Well, maybe she just took them off when she got in. Well, she... I mean, that place is spick and span because no one has ever been in there. It's the loneliest DMV (laughs) on the bayou. (laughs) Um, So he sees her walk in. And he locks the door, mm. and he is and sets it to closed. Yeah, and immediately. He is, yeah, he is ready to go. Yeah, and she's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow down! Hold on a second! I'm about to give you a little eye test." She said, "Oh, I didn't get the eye exam when you got me my license." Bat's eyes <laughs> um, shoves chest forward, <laughs> licks lips. He is well, like, and he keeps running at her like a wolf in a Tex Avery cartoon. <laughs> yeah, he is horned up. Yeah, he is ready to go, and she's like, "Why don't you um, read the letters that I point to?" T, and then H runs R. at her. She has to push him back. Yeah, she she spells throb. Yeah. Which was spells throb. But each time he gets a letter right. Oh, that's right. She, she takes a little bit off. A little shoulder of her dress. Yeah, which I wrote. Are they playing strip alphabet? Yeah. That was the first time. That's okay. a low bar, by yeah. the way. Exactly. The, it, basically, she is pointing to the Hollywood sign and is like, <laughs> this one, H. Oh, right. Yeah, he was like one foot away. He was not at the recommended <laughs> no, distance. No. And she was using the biggest <laughs> letters. Yeah. <laughs> Because no way they were going to hire a focus puller for this episode. <laughs> they were like, we have to be able to see these letters wide. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, I did write. Now she's stripping while she 
tests his letter knowledge. <laughs> when she gives him the eye test, I was like, wait, is this a driving school or the DMV? And um, very soon we will get the answer to that question. But she spells throb mm-hmm. and she goes, what does that spell? And he looks at her and he gets right up in her face and he goes, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> there is... There is no mystery as to what has happened. No, no. They went to Pound Town. <laughs> yeah, he, they did. He, uh, they did it. So now we are in a post-coital scene. And I asked everybody to kind of describe what they are seeing. I... I'll well, go. I'll go first. We, should we really describe what it was and then give let you give your descriptors? Yeah, or? we. I guess we can go a little bit into so it. So she is in a full negligee nighty type mm-hmm. bodysuit. Which may I question one thing? Sure. Yes. I her dress was an off the shoulder dress. Mm-hmm. So did she bring the one piece? Separate? When did she change into that? I thought that was under. That was when did she, she have kept... straps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never yeah. Mind. Yes. It asked and answered. Layered. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she was layered in a skin tight bodysuit. Yeah, yeah. So she's in the bodysuit. She's she's laying down, kind of in repose. He has his head in her lap. He is shirtless in heart boxer <laughs> shorts, but. <laughs> Is also wearing black shoes and black Black socks. Yeah. Okay. So that is the true 100% scene. Mm -hmm. Yes. How did you describe it? Oh, God. I just wrote two people who are very uncomfortable with sex or touching who are being forced to do both. (laughs) (laughs) Amy, did you have anything? I just said, I said a slow pan over the counter where her leopard print off the shoulder bodycon dress is draped. Vance rests his head in Voodoo's lap. She smokes over him while wearing a lace bodysuit. On trend. (laughs) He's shirtless, but wearing boxers and socks and shoes. Hashtag sexy. (laughs) He looks like, they look like a couple that could chase after the bumpus hounds at any moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're sitting there. And she, um, Voodoo, starts talking about wants. What do you want? A want is a deep desire, a thing that you must have. Oh, God, is this when she says Arab? Yep. Let's not, uh, again, let's just hop right over the subtle. (laughs) There is subtle racism in this episode. (laughs) Or overt. Um, (laughs) Oh, God, and this is where he starts the bowling alley thing. This is why I'm saying he is Al Bundy. Okay, all right, all right. Because he's bonkers. Yeah, I said he used to own a bowling alley? No, he used to live above a bowling alley. (sighs) She's like, what's your dream? Okay, like... If you weren't married and you didn't have this, uh, you know, this baby on the way. Any moment. And you could use me as a punch board. What (laughs) else would you want? And his answer is, I would love to move back above the bowling Bowling alley alley. because I was a good bowler. And he worked for the bowling alley. And they would have employee tournaments. And he would always win. And he would always win. But once he married his shrew of a wife, who at this point is 
all all she's ever done is bear his child. <laughs> I mean, how dare her? Nightmare. Um. Yeah. She. He. Uh. He's like. And then I'd get a Cadillac. Oh god, that Cadillac with power windows and an antenna. It's a real Roy Dumpsey. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, she talks about how. Um, or I'm sorry, he talks about how when his father-in-law dies, he's going to leave them a lot of money, and that's when he's going to get that Cadillac. Yeah. And but, so she hears this. I'm sorry, man. I keep cutting you off. That's okay. Uh, I don't really have anything important to say other than... Um, okay, then I'll just cut you off. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh -oh. In walks the father-in-law. <laughs> well, wait. No, we have to, we have to talk nope, about... Nope. Not anymore, baby. <laughs> I'm kidding. What is it, Matt? Uh, well, she says, hey, I can take care of this for you. Yeah. Right. I... Uh, I'm kind of a voodoo woman, and that's when the the door opens, and we don't see who it is at first. Mm -mm. Right? No, but because she, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Because you said it, and I felt the same way. I was like, "Oh shit! Are we going to get a legit deal with the devil here?" Because she said something about, um, "I didn't write. I'll it. make a deal with you. I'll make yeah. If you if you, if you want agree, something so bad, yeah, you got to go to hell and back yeah. to get it. And would are you willing to like leave your leave wife? Your, yeah, because I'll do this if you leave your wife and come to me. Mm -hmm. So like the bait is on the hook, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, we're minnows in the pond and we're about to bite. You know? Yeah, right. I mean, we are ready for Legba. To show up. <laughs> yeah, Papa Legba. Papa Legba is going to show up and he's going to make his deal. And <laughs> ain't no deal really what anybody wants when it's with Papa Legba. Exactly. So don't sign a deal with Papa Legba. Or Baron Semedy. Or oh. Scratch. <laughs> the devil, guys. Stay away from the devil. Stay away. Well, he. Uh, it isn't the devil. It's his father-in-law. Um, and he looks at these two like they they get up real quickly, and for some reason he covers I wrote that. his junk, even though like the table is like up to his like navel. Yep. Um, and the father says the best line so in I, the entire episode. I would love to hear everybody's line read. The line read is, oh, the line is not in the department of motor vehicles. Um, who would who would like to go first? I'll have the worst one, so I'll just do it. Uh, not in the Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> not in the Department of Motor Vehicles. Do it. Not in the Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> I do declare. I do declare. I say, I say. I say, I say, this is a classic sacred What? Spirit. I said, What? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, poor Cricket Face. Oh. <laughs> well, the was scene... Was his face healed at that point? No, he still, he still had Did Cricket Face. he still have Cricket Face? Well, they go back to Vance's house. Mm. But we also get the kind of cutaway to Voodoo's house. Yeah, Voodoo Woman and Voodoo Teacher. Yeah, and Angie. Yeah, I went to Angie's list for Voodoo. Exactly. <laughs> and, like... Voodoo is like, hey, we got to stop this. 
this is not going to go. Uh, it's not going to go your way. You're not experienced enough to do this. Well, why don't you help me? So it goes back to Vance's house, and he's trying to talk to his father-in-law at the house for some reason. So I loved this scene because they kick the pregnant woman out of the house so the men can talk. <laughs> they straight up lock her out. Yeah. Like like the cat at the end of the Flintstones. <laughs> they did everything short of say, shut up, the men are talking, talking. to her. Yeah. Um, she is outside nine months pregnant. <laughs> banging on the door. Like, hey, can I talk to my husband? Uh, and her dad and them have like two words before they open the door, let the wife back in. And then it cuts to voodoo. Mm-hmm. And they're like, stop his breath. Yeah, with one stop. match in a jar, yeah. it looked like. Stop his breath. Stop his breath. Barton Fink. <laughs> of course, I was going to say Barton Fink. Who do you think I am? <laughs> a monster. The father-in-law dies. Yeah, he collapses before before they can even. <laughs> well, slow down. On collapses. Um, well, okay, all right. He slowly lowers himself to the to the floor. Yes. Yeah. So before they can talk to the wife mm-hmm. about what just transpired, mm-hmm. that is when he gradually gets on the ground and, and shuffles dead. off this mortal, mortal coil. coil. Yeah. I mean, Amy, you got to be thinking the acting in this is great. so good. So good. So good. It is Tony the Tiger. Um it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're stroking their neck, stop his breath just in time to like take him out slowly before Cora sweet cakes find out any information. I love uh, I love that you've uh, you've tipped your hat a little bit to the next act because with his death that is an act break. That is. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Make sure you call the movie number. And it earns you the rewards of success. Naturally, that includes the car you drive. Distinctive elegant. Seville goes all out to achieve your high goals for luxury travel. Drive the 1985 Seville, the car for those who, like you, choose to go first class all the way. Seville, a car that lets the ladies know I mean business, and the businessmen know I'm one of you, but better. Seville, by Cadillac. Cadillac. It's a car. A car by Cadillac. Cadillac. When you hop into a Seville, you're hot. <laughs> it's like hopping into your mama's womb. 8,000 plush seat folds. God, for a second I thought that was Alex Jones. <laughs> uh, I'm here to tell you right now. I gotta slow down a minute. Are you looking for a seat fold that's going to hold you tight? <laughs> then uh, introduce the new Cadillac Seville, a Cadillac that makes you go, hmm, that ain't a false flag. <laughs> that's comfort. <laughs> that's not a false flag. That's comfort. comfort. Yep. I'm an adult. 
I remember when Cadillac was the aspirational vehicle. Yeah. I mean, it's still, still a nice a, car. It's still a nice car. It's changed in the marketplace. It has. I think the Escalade is much more of the car that people think of when they think of Cadillac now. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, they don't think of, like, CT6 or, or no, whatever those are. it's still the Escalade. Yeah. Um, you know, and then... Hey, man. Well, in the Corvette. Or not the Corvette. It's a Chevy. Never mind. Don't listen to me. I'm, I I don't work for General Motors, so I don't know. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. <laughs> and we're back. The third act. Wow. Get ready. It's gonna take you on a ride. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Why is Amy's nose bleeding? <laughs> my my brain is melting. Oh, well, don't worry, sweet cakes. <laughs> oh, Vance is talking to his wife and just fucking placating the shit out of her. I know you're cheating, Vance. But he does... No, that's he, dumb. He does <laughs> apply the rules of Shaggy. Um, it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> and deny it. Yeah. And uh, he's doing great. He's like, I don't know what your lying eyes told you, sweet cakes. Sweet cakes. I don't know what your ears, your ears that don't know what truth sounds like heard, but the only person... Or what the camera, the private detective you hired showed you, but whatever. The only truth that you need to hear is coming from these lips. Vance, the truth husband. Exactly. Yeah. He, he's, he, definitely, he tells her it's dumb. I don't know what you heard, but that's dumb. <laughs> so, so this is when she starts to threaten him mm-hmm. that... Ain't no money if gonna you don't, come. Yeah, if you don't leave that woman, no money. You get nothing. And this is where he threatens her with a rolled up magazine. I then write, this relationship's going great. great. <laughs> <laughs> I said, maybe he'll hit her with a newspaper. Like and a, I meant magazine, but... <laughs> well, just a little boop on the nose. Exactly. Bad girl. <laughs> Can't you tell that the men are talking? There's no one else here but you and me. Uh-huh. Also, I may have missed this due to the accents um, and not having my accent ears on. But she did say that unless Vance does what the father says, she he won't get the money. Unless he unless you do what he says is what she said. And I was like, now, now what did the father-in-law say? Say. Yeah, I... I, I... You know, I was confused, but hey. It's the MacGuffin that's going to keep this story on track. Yeah, it is. <laughs> because um, in walks uh, Voodoo. Yeah, she she comes to the door uh, and she forces her way in with a guy at least 80 pounds heavier than her. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the wife walks in. And as soon as the wife is there, so, like, because before the wife shows up, he's like, oh, hey, you, you, you can't be here. We uh, lay low yeah, yeah, we have to lay low. Uh, and the wife walks in and then suddenly it's, get out of here, bitch. Um, she scratches him. Voodoo she, yeah, she scratches, scratches him good. Hands. So he uh, he slaps her pretty hard. Yeah. yeah. Open hand. Yeah. Yeah, he means business. Mm-hmm. And that business is Slap City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Slap City. What can I help you with? Oh, uh, open face? Yeah. Also, the wife was real calm. Yeah. She's like about to have a baby. And this like 
I'm imagining that this is not the first time he's seen her slap a woman. So that's probably she was probably calm because it wasn't her. Right. I know that if I start acting up, he's already hit one. (laughs) Where's that newspaper? Uh, Here we go. This is not going well for me. (laughs) Me and this baby are splitting. Yeah. We got to go. So this is when she she stares at him for a couple seconds and I thought like maybe she forgot her line Mm. and then she says you ain't never gonna get rid of me and bounces Mm -hmm. and then she's back at the the house she apparently shares with her voodoo teacher well she does now and she's going after her voodoo teacher's uh, grimoire her book of spells her skin book is what I called it um and uh, there, uh, Angie, Angie walks in. No, Angie was sleeping. I wrote hashtag Sleeping Beauty. Is she sleeping at this point and wakes up? I thought to tell the tale of Henry Tuttle. The, no, the, the teacher warns her not um, to steal the soul because she's like, oh, so yeah, that yeah. that spell that you do where you like coax the soul out and then sleep with the soul and then Put it the goes back, back into in the body, body and then he's like your slave for the rest of your life. How do you do that again? And she's like, that's that's really a bad idea. Well, you did it. Yeah, but I was a lot more experienced than you. And I'd even then, years it's of still, voodoo before I yeah, did that. Even then, it still didn't end that great for me. And I, I think she had to, like, bury him or something. Yeah. And he's still, like, wiggling around in the grave is what she said. Yeah. So this this part didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Because the teacher is like, just don't, don't do it. You don't have the experience. It's not going to work out well. So instead of listening to her teacher or just waiting for her teacher to leave so she can do it, she kills her teacher mm-hmm. and then does it. Now, let's just pause for a second here. Take a step back and realize, number one, this was written by Edith Swenson, mm-hmm. who is a sex pot in yes. the lore of Transmissions from the Dark Side. But even this is kind of a bridge too far Mm -hmm. because basically this whole episode is that Vance's verbal game and dick game is so strong that this voodoo woman who could do this to whomever she she wants wants, Mm -hmm. needs him. Mm -hmm. That makes no sense. No. No, they had well, one and, brief conversation at the DMV. Yeah. A quick bone sesh, and now she's like, gotta have it. Goodbye, future. Yeah. Hello, Vance. Yeah. 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 And I mean, like, it, it felt like the entire... My bowling alley dreams are about to come <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't say, like, I'm gonna tour, I'm gonna sail the world. No. I'm gonna be a multi-million. Like, he didn't say any no, he of aimed, that. He aimed so low, you could step over the bar. Right, like, I might get a bowling trophy. <laughs> that was his dream. Yeah. Live yeah. above a bowling alley and win some trophies. Not to mention, he slapped her, and she was just like, no, yeah, I mean, I still want it, though. Yeah. So this is a real Stockholm Syndrome? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, she kills her teacher. This was ridiculous because it makes me go, wait. Why? Number one, why are you killing... Yeah, unpause, by the way. Uh, why are you killing your teacher? Why isn't this teacher equipped with the antidote 
to stop her breath. Right. Yeah. Like she's supposed to be a better practitioner of voodoo. Right. She gets caught unawares by stop her breath. She could have been like, you don't know breath of fire? Like, I don't know. Right. I mean, I, I don't really know how voodoo works, but there's got to be like, you know, the, like she's got to be able to roll a 20 like for a saving throw. Exactly. Somewhere. But she, uh, she don't. No. She did. Yeah. Just right at the last minute, you know? Yeah, like she was going to knock the jar Open. over. Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe that was what she was yeah. trying to do to save her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Um, so um, now we, it cuts back to uh, a scene I like to call Daddy Drinks. I wrote <laughs> Vance is getting turned. <laughs> <laughs> turned it down for what? <laughs> uh, he has a... Um, I would say a brandy of some sort. I, I don't know. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe, I don't, maybe it was Hennessy. Who knows? A cognac? A cognac. Mm-hmm. A cognac or a Hen- uh, Hennessy type We didn't drink. see the label because obviously they couldn't afford a label. So It was brown. It was a brown liquid. There we go. But yeah. And he is. Brown drink. Wasted. Yeah. And then um, you you see voodoo casting the spell she's now yep, at a she's desk. calling she's calling to his spirit she's at a table filled with candles this is a real meatloaf video about to happen. <laughs> yeah and for some reason so then cora the wife comes back who if i may note no longer looks like a cricket nest no she looks fine yeah, yeah. like all of a sudden she's perfectly fine well, there is a line earlier that says, hey, that spell only lasts for a day. Oh, okay. Mm, okay. So, yeah, cricket nest, no more. But for some reason, Cora cares if he's okay. Like, if he's getting turned and she's like, hey, oh, hey, why Well, you- he has an actual fall. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Like, he literally falls on the floor compared to the lowering that we had for Angie's death. <laughs> Which we didn't talk about. She, too, lowers herself slowly. <laughs> slowly out of her bed. And the father-in-law's death. So I mean, he, to be fair, she couldn't breathe. Yeah. But he actually falls to the ground. He does. And then... He um, almost falls on his glass, too, which would have been... Real bad. Yeah, it would have been real bad for everyone. Danger zone. So and now his wife is there. She's saying, Vance, Vance. And when the camera pulls back and we see a shirtless Vance... Looking at his on-the-ground body, it goes back to them, it goes back to voodoo, it goes back to him, but now he's walking backwards through the wall in a hilarious fade. An amazing green screen. So good. This worth price of admission. Oh, yeah. You can practically see the sheet he walks through. Yeah. so then his his spirit appears before voodoo and she well, it is, looked like he was kind of on a dolly or something and they were pulling him towards the beaded right, curtain yes yeah, yeah the, i was gonna say the beat his spirit the is floating it is a spirit he yes, is not yes, walking yes. he is floating and now uh, that it cuts back to um to cora and she's on the phone with 911 and they're telling her you know check, check his breathing balls, check. yeah do all that um, and now it is Bone City, USA. Well, I bedroom. thought for a moment, just for a moment, that we were going to see some good old-fashioned Titty? implied no, implied cunnilingus. Oh, yeah. because oh. I was like, is my man going to go downtown right now? 
Well, I mean, they so far we're we're at a like a, a two beach to zero deficit, right? So, right. You know when I thought it was going to happen? If we rewind, to, I think it was Act One to the DMV oh phone, oh yeah when he pulls, when he pulls her pulls her dress all the way down yeah. to her shoes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you could see he was low, and I was like, oh, I see what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. About to eat that butt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the ASMRs. <laughs> My brain is tingling. <laughs> uh, he's going downtown. Yeah. They're they're doing it. He makes love to her body. But then it goes back. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest way to put it you could have possibly said. <laughs> Hey, hey, Catherine. <laughs> I just want to make love to your body. <laughs> By the way, my pickup artist's name is Solo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Well, I did that, so let's live through it. <laughs> Her corpse gets rocked by pants. My um, spirit dick. Right. Then it goes back again to the kitchen, yeah. and she's on the phone with the hospital. hospital basically and, ordering a body pickup. Yeah. And that is when I'm like, oh, oh shit. Because the spirit... Goes back into the body at midnight. Yeah. And then is going to show back up because he's drawn to voodoo. Yeah, he's... He, yeah, he's... She uses the word he is her slave now. Yeah. Yes. And the body is going to come back. So I see the body and I'm like... oh, I'm like slow clapping in my head already. <laughs> I'm like, good job. Because they did... Throw in a real twist, mm-hmm. even though that they presented the gun. I was too distracted by the reports, which turn out to be the red herring yeah, 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 of yeah. the episode. It was the donor card that was the gun in the yeah. first act. And I did. I wrote in the beginning when he said they mentioned the donor card and she said, you're going to donate your organs and parts. I wrote what parts? And then I said, also, someone's getting taken apart. You Very got good. it. You Very were on good. it. You were paying attention. I let it slip right through my, my fingers. Right yeah. through my fingers. With the sands of time. Because he shows up and he's like, hey, yeah, I was just at the hospital. It's so dark. I, and he has like sutures on his eyes. Well, he had the uh, the, the forceps holding his eyes open. Oh, I so thought it was like a, a removal scissor out, coming out of it his was, eye. It was on the, uh, the eyelid pulling the, it down so they could like so pull the eye out. Ooh, that makes me And then he shows his his body, his torso, and it's nothing but like a, like a cannonball runs <laughs> straight through. Yeah. He pulls which up, slow-mo pulls up that hospital gown. Which is not how I think it works. Yeah, I, I don't think they that don't they just... They don't remove your back as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's like, I'm all yours, minus a few key parts. But I think he's. I think he implied that like they didn't take all my parts. Wink. Meaning, yeah. I mean, they the did. hot dog I threw in the, the garbage, garbage earlier. 
Yeah, I, wrote, I can't believe we skipped over know, the garbage in the believe, hot dog. Well, we're, you know what? God damn it. We're doing it right now. Earlier in the episode, my man Vance throws away a little bit of Mostacholi and a, and a full-sized full hot dog. Uneaten, untouched, unbunned hot, hot dog. dog. After w- he threatened her with the magazine, it was hot dog time. Hot dog garbage can. <laughs> I said Vance hasn't finished his hot dog pasta. Hashtag cheesy. <laughs> I love that you wrote all these hashtags, hashtags in there. Oh, <laughs> God, you're the best. <laughs> oh, man, that's so awesome. There was some sort of like sauce on it, though. Look, it looked right. like no, it, it was, was, there was some, cheesy. There was some kind of pasta on there. There yeah. was very much a ragu, <laughs> you know, just like sauce. A sauce. <laughs> it's, it's like, like ragu sauce. A pasta, a sauce, and a, a whole hot sauce. Why don't you come bring a jar of mozzarella in the hot dog? Check out <laughs> the- Werewolf of London and the movie directed by Landis. Landis got it right this time. Did not uh, did not kill anybody. <laughs> Definitely followed the rules of safety. Didn't celebrate a death like he did on that other movie. It's a real fucking piece of garbage. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's the episode. He is now moving towards her and trying to kiss her. And she is in horror. She's horrified. I mean, at least it would be easier for her to run away from him now. True. Yeah, there's at least 20% less of him. Right. (laughs) Okay, uh, what we will do now is we'll go to the the writer's writer's room. room. Is there anything about this episode that you would change? I would make it even sexier. (laughs) Yeah. There's a few things about this episode that are very confusing, and it were probably just convenience pieces. The DMV thing makes no, no sense. sense. You could, you didn't have to explain how they met. Oh, he's a barfly. Fucking anything. It, it doesn't matter how they met. The, Sorry. No, go ahead. That, that was that was. I mean, that's just my point. Is they? You did not have to explain. Oh, well, they met while she was filling out a change of address form. Who gives a fuck? Also, if you're like a voodoo mistress, do you need? Like, she's very official. She's on top of her paperwork. But I was going to say, at least make him something more high-powered, maybe? Like, like at least give him their an attraction. Their attraction makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. Other than he was hitting on her and perhaps no one had hit on her before, which is... Un- dumb, un- yeah, unbelievable. He was no. also like significantly older than her. Oh yeah, yeah, and like not hot enough where you're like, well, yeah, he's older than her, but like he's so hot, so it checks out. Like he's just like a schmuck from the DMV mm-hmm. that called her girl and was like sexually aggressive. Yeah, like yeah. A, a a little threatening. I thought he was. I was like, oh, he's dangerous. <laughs> I said, don't tell the stranger you live alone. Yeah, I mean, he does set off warning flags. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think Matt is right. I, how they meet is of no consequence. It's more over... I'm more wondering about their relationship. Like, if we wanted to end... I like the ending of this of this episode. Yeah. And I kind of want it to end this way. But it didn't need to have the DMV organ donor card thing be... At the DMV because he works at the DMV. It, they could have brought it up. Uh, well, like you said, with the bar fly. <clears throat> he could have... Uh, it It doesn't matter. 
he could have been there could have been a bartender character that was like happy birthday. Yeah. And yeah. he got a new license today. I don't know anything. It, it could have been a throwaway line of why his ID was out and oh you're an organ donor. Yes. But why Whatever. does she need him? There really is no mm-hmm. there they went with a real patriarchal well, he's a man that's hit on her. So, of course she wants him. So, she has to. So, I guess in 2019 eyes, it's like, that's not good enough? Mm-mm. No. Also, she's a voodoo priestess in training. Yeah. Like, I would think that she would want to do that more. Her fucking with him more I would have. I, I, yeah, I would have liked it more that she found someone that she wanted gets him. Doesn't even need the voodoo and finds out he's got a wife and a kid on the way. And that causes and her to that be jealous. is when she starts to use the voodoo. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he came to her to get something and that's how they start the affair. Yeah. I feel like, the, yeah, that would be a better why for her character, a better mm-hmm. what. Like, there isn't a better motive, at least. Like, revenge, jealousy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I thought I it's a fatal attraction type thing. Like, I thought it was this thing, and it's not this thing, and I'm going to get you back. Um, and, then I, and then we had that throwaway line about the organ donors, and that's mm-hmm. the chickens coming to roost in the third act. Either yeah, way, maybe he writes a check. Yeah, and it's like, you know, who takes your body parts? The Red Cross? <laughs> I don't know. Red Cross Society. I mean, write it and film it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was great. Let's give this episode a rating on a scale from uh, 1 to 10. Um, what do you think, Manny? Oh. Oh, w- 1 to 10 donated organs. How many donated organs do you give this episode? Uh, even with all its flaws, I would probably give it six donated organs. I was at a five. I was at a five. I, I liked it. I had five to six. I'm five and a half. There you go. Okay. I feel like I may be rated a little generously. I, I wrote eight, but That's maybe cool. I'll give it a seven. Maybe seven no, no, donated. No, 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 don't, don't, don't I wrote eight. Eight donated organs. Sexy. It's a twisty. Twisty. I like a I like an element of voodoo. It was fun, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean... There were parts that were concerning, mm-hmm. but right. All in all, though, I mean, it was a it was a good episode. It was a solid episode. Kind of why I'm in the five six category is that it's not like definitely not a must watch, but it also isn't so bad that I'll forget completely everything about this episode. Mm-hmm. Right, having having watched it, I enjoyed this episode. It's what I expect from monsters. It's mm-hmm. a good twist. Um. Teenage me would have loved it. Yeah. I, I mean, teenage me would have watched it more than once. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, teenage it, me would have been scared and been like, oh, my God, it's so gross. He has a hole in his body. <laughs> <laughs> also, if I may, her fashions were, as I wrote, hashtagged, very on trend. Yeah. she like she's some wearing of her things, I was like, want that. Want <laughs> kimono? Yes, yeah. yes, God, yes, Kapowski. Um, Amy, thanks for thanks for doing it. Thanks for yeah, having thank me you. on. This was great. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, summer camp. The podcast becoming official. 
Yep. Uh, you and the ladies of Brick House of Brick House have this podcast. Tell me a, a little bit about it. So it's a it's a fun romp through summer camp memories with me and Sarah and Mary of Brick House, and which is a local improv team, local improv troupe, uh, competing it in itty bits. If uh, this comes out before that, and uh, what do, what do we do? We play games and we talk about camp and we do a little gossiping. We played a nice sweet sweet round of mash a couple of weeks ago, which was fun. Uh, figuring out our futures. And what else do we do? We have a pretty dope theme song that Mary wrote. Big fan of that. It's a but, good time. But you get to know your guests yeah. through the guise of taking them from a through a summer camp experience. Through a summer camp experience. Because not everybody had that, you know? I only went to Camp Tamarack because school made me See? for like a week. That's cool, though. I never went to sleepaway camp. It smelled like mold. It was, it was moldy. Not camp. It was yeah. not fun. So that's so even I get to go through a journey of summer camp with with our friends and guests. So it's pretty fun. We have a great time. Jabbermedia.com. Look for summer camp podcast. It is going live very shortly. Yeah, excited. I'm excited too. Thanks for doing it. Um, you can get in contact with this show at T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram. TFTDS Pod on Twitter. Send us an email at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Um, hey, Maddie, am I forgetting anything? Mm, try to enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye.